नमस्ते वेलकम टू द ऑनलाइन समोसा विद यामिनी मिठर एंड संदीप तिवारी आपको मेरा नमस्कार एंड टुडे शो टुडे शो इज अ वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट शो बिकॉज अल्टीमेटली इन लाइफ वी नीड टू एलिवेट एंड वी यूज दिस वर्ड अलॉट ठीक व्हाट डज इट मीन एंड टुडे शो इज अबाउट मैनेजिंग इंटेंस इमोशंस मैनेजिंग एंड एक्चुअली बाय एलिवेटिंग नॉट मैनेजिंग बाय स्टेइंग देयर Okay. Mm-hmm. So the title is emotion overflow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Many, many, all people have to learn how to manage or get past emotion overflow. When we grow up, we are emotionally ignorant. Not only that, mm-hmm. we are born with emotion overflow. Oh. Okay. meaning that mm-hmm. after when we are born because there is no controls on our emotion emotions are they come and they are intense and we enjoy or suffer them <laughs> the emotions okay and so emotion overflow is one of the most important aspects about getting becoming civilized okay but if you don't do it right mm-hmm. you can get control or management of your emotion overflow mm-hmm. but it can come at the cost of you being happy in the long run so it won't make you happy is that what you're saying society will force you to learn to manage your emotions mm-hmm. so you will learn to manage your emotions because if you don't the consequences are bad okay okay so it is good that we lo- you learn to manage your emotions but you learn to manage them in a bad way mm. so you are also not very happy mm-hmm. but you are happier than if you didn't control them you are in the middle ground you didn't you didn't use your learning to take you to the next level uh-huh. you just got stuck Hmm. Right. Say hmm. I, I have I'm te- I have a boat making class. Okay. I'm teaching everyone how to make a boat. Okay. So first I teach, teach you how to make a boat. Mm-hmm. Then you get on the boat and people go upside down. They capsize. Uh-huh. So they say, "Oh, this is a big problem. Big problem." Hmm. Right. Hmm. So then I say, "Okay, let me teach you capsize management." Hmm. So you don't go upside down in a boat. Okay. Right? I have to teach you that. Hmm. So I go, "Let's do this. We will add two more wings to the side of hmm. the boat hmm. called a catamaran." Okay, so there's a main boat, and I add two more wings. Mm-hmm. Now the boat doesn't cap- capsize easily, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, true. And I go, okay, go. Cool. You're mm-hmm. done. Boat is made. Go. Mm-hmm. And I never give you the oars. Okay. So now your your boat will never capsize. Good. Huh. Can you go anywhere far mm-hmm. in life? No. Mm-hmm. You are handicapped emotionally. Mm-hmm. So many times people learn mm-hmm. how to manage their emotions, and they don't know how to put oars or a motorboat on their boat. Ah. Uh. then their life is going nowhere but at least they're not hurting anybody mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. a lot of civilizations mm-hmm. around this world mm-hmm. for the last 60000 years were more they had to first make sure your boat didn't capsize because they had, that was too costly right mm-hmm. they had to teach you emotion management otherwise your team skills were so bad mm-hmm. that you would cost the entire life livelihood or the life of the entire tribe you belong to everybody would die because of your mistake mm-hmm. because your emotions were terrible being mm. not being managed right okay. so everybody learned mm-hmm. by some good or bad method how mm-hmm. you should manage your emotions mm-hmm. but not everyone learned how mm-hmm. to manage them in a good way good way okay. mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about mm-hmm. that subject okay. okay now that we have made that clear <laughs> okay let me give some examples yes okay yes. emotion overflow in adults when it happens and it happens in kids mm-hmm. okay so we'll talk about adults first that means that you have basically learned some emotion management because mm-hmm. now you're an adult otherwise you couldn't function Mm. So you'll be functioning badly, right. but in some areas, it's still popping out. Okay, mm. right. So, for example, I'll give you one, uh, three examples. Mm. Like Someone dies in your family. Sure. Mm. 
And every time you think of that person mm-hmm. or that person's mentioned, you cry. Yeah. Your emotion overflow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And after a while, you think, no, I, I love that person a lot. They're very good to me. Why am I crying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't solve it. If you could solve it, you wouldn't be crying. Correct. Right? Correct. So you keep thinking. So this is one symptom of emotion overflow. Another one mm-hmm. is that thing gives me great joy mm-hmm. when it is done like that. You, When you do it like that, I feel so happy. Mm. and today's wasn't that good and I get angry what's wrong mm. like some people are into foods mm. that they really like cooked in a particular way yeah, okay. and when it doesn't come out right they're yeah. intensely angry yeah. like you store, you deliberately didn't give me my joy and they're <laughs> bursting emotion overflow so one emotion I gave you was crying and that is kind of an uh, anger or disappointment, disappointment yes. and disappointment converting to anger because mm. I I want my joy mm. The emotion is, mm. I want my joy, how nobody should get in the way. Everybody else is to be blamed if I don't get it. Mm. I'm not getting it. I'm not working. I'm not the one cooking. Mm. I'm not the one getting my toy. I'm not the one sitting in my, you know, cleaning my thing. Mm. But it's not, you didn't clean right. How are you doing? My coffee is not right. How did Like have some executives or some yeah. presenters in TV and actresses and actors. Right? What kind of coffee? And they throw it away. Mm. Right? Mm. I, don't you know, I like my latte like this, 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 and they have 15 yeah, conditions. Yeah, you should know I'm a star, right? Mm. That, I want my joy. I want my ego. I want my fulfillment. Mm. And that comes out in some bad way. Emotion overflow. Okay, okay. second example. Mm. Third example. Mm. Don't call me stupid. Okay. Some people, <laughs> yeah. some people have a bad reaction if you call them stupid or mm. if you do anything that makes them look not so smart. Mm. Or if they think... That you were trying to help them with mm. some new knowledge, mm. but that new knowledge you gave in a way that other people could see that I didn't have it, oh. or, or other people will assume I didn't have it, mm. and that make me look stupid. Don't make me look stupid. Mm. They have an intense reaction because from their past they haven't solved that issue. Mm. That just because somebody is helping you, mm. or somebody is telling you you are ignorant, mm. or someone is just telling you you don't know, mm. right? Or you actually don't know and you did something bad and it cost everything, right? Mm. That's not the end of the world. It's okay. It's okay to say I'm, I don't know. It's okay to say I'm ignorant. It's okay to say I'm stupid. If someone tells you, even if you know, it's okay to say you don't know. Why? Mm. Because your goal in life should remain I, I want to learn, not I want to prove I'm smart. Mm. Okay. Because that's a remnant from your childhood that's still remaining and this overflow comes out, don't call me stupid or don't make me look less smart. Mm. Or they also sometimes say, uh, do you think I'm stupid? Yeah, same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. different ways of yeah, saying different it. Same thing. Right? So okay. the but the idea is mm-hmm. don't make me look less smart. Mm-hmm. I it's very important to me to look smart mm-hmm. because I because I am I have already judged myself mm-hmm. and I can't afford for everyone else to judge me badly. Mm-hmm. For example, that could be one of the reasons. Okay, there there can be a couple of reasons for this. So we didn't go to any of the reasons yet. Okay, we're just giving you symptoms. Yes. We're already eight minutes in. <laughs> okay, let's talk more. Mm-hmm. So what can what can be the cause of this mm. and what can be what are some known solutions especially out in the western world especially today and what are some indian solutions so i hope uh, well well let's see how it goes we might have to go do two sessions on this because this is one of the most critical important subjects to be learned correctly mm-hmm. otherwise your spiritual meaning your ability to be happy in the long run and to generate happiness within around you and with your family members and for the next three four generations in your family mm-hmm. your spiritual growth mm-hmm. can be very limited mm-hmm. and you will become one of the many 
elderly people like that you might remember in your family from one or two generations up who did good but who also did a bunch of damage in your family and now we are paying the price for it right you could be that person mm -hmm. because of your personality that people will remember yeah because of you we are our generation is suffering mm -hmm. <laughs> because he had all these idiosyncrasies right mm -hmm. so spiritual means that growth which is holistically good in generating happiness over several generations of people around you okay that's spiritually if you don't understand spirituality, mm. don't badmouth it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, how to be happy and generate more happiness around you, and not just be selfishly, uh, uh, you know, accumulating joy. Okay. So that's your goal. Okay. And that, therefore, one of the biggest hindrances towards your growth elevation is the is managing, learning, conquering, utilizing this intensity of emotion that you feel. Okay. So, did I clear this point? Next point. We are mm -hmm. emotional beings, mm -hmm. human beings. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So are dogs. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are all pack animals. Mm -hmm. Pack animals have to be very so very emotional. Solitary animals are also emotional. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see it because they don't show mm -hmm. anything. They don't mm -hmm. show anything on their face, mm -hmm. or they they don't wag their tail. They, they don't show much. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But they, but and they are trying to satisfy their emotional needs alone with all kind of ideas in their head. Sometimes they're off mm. completely. They live in Maya Nagri, from our point of view. Right? Mm. They create a universe in their head and they live there, right? But with a solitary animal, you don't know what's really going on. And if they make a mistake of living in the wrong Maya Nagri, they end up dead or their species gets wiped out. Mm. Right? Mm. But the pack animals, their emotions are visible and they are used as a communication tool. Okay, to ensure the survival of the pack and the success of the pack. Okay, so we are emotional people. Mm -hmm. Being, we are emotional beings, and we don't want to learn to manage our intense emotions, emotional overflow, at the cost of becoming unemotional. Mm, clear this up. Okay. Mm. Some people are stoic. Stoic is a Western German word. It means that person. Is following a philosophy called stoicism, which is I will never show emotion, I will just keep buried inside me if I have to. Mm, okay. No emotion will come out. I will I will pretend the whole world is logical and mathematical, and I will try to look at it as much as I can that way, even though in the back of my head I may be making an emotional decision, but I will only talk logic and fact. Mm -hmm. And my real agenda might be hidden from me even. Mm -hmm. Or I will bury my emotions. I will not let them pop out. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's one method of or you have warped, you have deliberately forced your emotions, you squish them. So they don't come out because you've learned that every time my emotion comes out, I get hurt. Mm -hmm. So you, the emotions boil up, boil up, boil up inside you, and eventually they go volcano. Oh, wow. okay. That happens if you are suppressing emotion mm -hmm. by not showing them. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you learn emotion management by biting your tongue all the time, mm -hmm. at some point you will volcano, you will explode. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while, people do that, and then people, societies have learned how to prevent that. How to make sure that the bat doesn't explode in a in a uh, in a bad way at the wrong time? How can we have a controlled explosion in a safe location? Mm. Society has learned that. Okay. Okay. First, we will make you suppress. Hmm. Bad idea. Hmm. Then you will bottle up so much you're going to be ready to explode. Then we will take you out for drinks and let you get oh. drunk. And when you as you get drunk, yes. your inhibitions get lifted. Correct. But if you're in the right company of friends mm -hmm. and your boss may be like in the Japanese system or some other systems, mm -hmm. you can actually explode against the boss. 
in the bar and the boss is paying for your alcohol. He is, and next day, he will pretend it never happened. Oh, he will wow. never hold it against you because he knows what he's doing. Mm. He's helping you manage a controlled explosion inside the bar. So next day, you can start suppression again. Oh my God. Is that healthy? It's a method. It's a method. Okay. We, we don't judge it. Okay. okay. So different societies have come up with different methods mm. of managing intense emotion. Mm. Okay? okay. Now, all methods of managing intense emotion are better than not managing. So you cannot ask me, is it healthy? It's not a, it's not a zero one question. Right? <laughs> okay, okay. It's better than the other option. Yes. Right? That guy, you know, say on the battlefield, he decides to explode. Yeah. yeah. Uncontrollably. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then use hurt. You end up dead. Mm. Right? So don't die so quickly. But societies have come up with this system because that's the best they could do at that time. Mm. Right? Okay. Some societies did a lot more thinking mm. and a lot more memory went in. Memory meaning not all societies were good at record keeping and re and learning and remembering what they have learned. Mm. Okay. Mm. For example, in Rig Veda, there is mention of the last ice age. Mm. Last ice age was 10,000 years ago. We not only mention it, we have all kinds of references mm. that tell you how to survive extreme cold. Okay. Mm. Then in some rare places, there's mention of a previous ice age. That's 20,000 years ago. Wow. Okay. No other culture on earth has memory going back 20,000 years ago of any kind. Hmm. Written of any kind or verbal, nothing. They remember nothing. Hmm. Only one does that we know so far. There could be others, hmm. but so far science goes, right? Hmm. So long memory helps you become wiser. Because then you remember and you learn and you remember and you learn. And you don't remember stupid things because they're useless. You only remember good things over time. Hmm. Right? Okay, let's yes. continue with that around time. Hmm. All right. So immense emotion has to be managed. And in the West, we use... A few good techniques. I like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they all come under with a therapist, help of a therapist on large. Mm -hmm. One of them is called DBT, mm -hmm. Dialectical Behavior Therapy. It is a variation, it is a more intense, more strong version of something else called CBT. Oh, yes, I've heard okay. that. Okay. And both of these are talk therapies. Mm -hmm. okay. Then there's another system called EMDR. Mm -hmm. Okay. Eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing. Wow. You can go to the therapist and say, I'm, I'm, I, I would like to have a better control on my emotions. They kind of, you know, they hijack me. And I just gave you three examples. Your emotions could be hijacking you in a hundred ways. Anger is one I gave you example, right? I gave you another example. Don't call me stupid. Mm -hmm. I gave you example that, I, you know, I, I keep crying a lot because mm -hmm. I remember a dead one or I keep crying a lot for any other reason. So my crying comes out out of my control, right? Mm -hmm. Or just... I, all the emotions that I feel are self-centric. I don't feel other people's emotions. And my empathy is low. I'm constantly trying to serve my emotional needs. It's also an emotion kind of thing. Mm -hmm. right? Other people will say, this guy is selfish. Mm -hmm. This guy is self-centered. Mm -hmm. this, this girl is self-centered. They only think about themselves first. Mm -hmm. but, they, but they don't always think about it. They think about themselves and you only because help, thinking about you for a little bit helps them get there what they want. We call them self-centered as opposed to selfish. Selfish means I'm only thinking about me. I can't even think what's good for you. Mm. Self-centered means I'll do what's good for you because I, I will get more back. I gain. Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for my gain. What's the less, least I got to do for you? And how can I negotiate that in such a way that I do little for you or I give away my trash and get your goodness? Mm. Always self-centered, right? So selfish and self-centered are both having the same problem called emotion overflow. <laughs> they are just living to serve them because they have for some reason believe that 
if their life mm -hmm. can be a series of extremely joyful moments mm -hmm. that are just giving only personal selfish joy to me, then I will be happy. But that goes against the definition that we are a social animal, we are a pack animal. We are never happy unless our pack is happy, unless our community is well, until my kids can do well and, and they, my grandkids can do well, which means it's the pack. Mm -hmm. I have to, only pack happiness should give me happiness, not my joy, selfish joy, self-centered joy accumulation. And this is an elevation to go from here to here. And all human beings have to learn to go there. If you haven't yet learned, you will. <laughs> because life is such, it will teach you. Right? You can say, no, 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 I don't want it. Why would I do that? I don't get anything. Mm -hmm. You can keep saying that. At some point you'll see, but I gain. Mm -hmm. If I help you and we make a better society, my kid does better and they flourish and my grandkid, I am gaining because of them. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you become pack-centric. Mm -hmm. Okay, That evolution is important, necessary, and you will go through it. Okay, And if you die in your, in your level one stage, mm -hmm. <laughs> me, 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 the next life, <laughs> you will try to learn that lesson okay mm. pack centered also means selfless does it also mm. but no no somewhat of that self so some selflessness is required to be pack centric okay but a pack centric person isn't fully selfless oh. selfless is high oh okay okay yeah. got it okay and okay because selfless means you have to first have the knowledge to eliminate the self idea inside you mm. otherwise not otherwise you're pack centric i'm pack i'm you know, uh, my benefit is included in the pack, therefore. Right? Okay. okay. And I may be, now, we are digressing, so let's okay. come back. Let's come back. <laughs> All right. But it's a good question. We want to talk about what's between selfless and pure and what that. Mm -hmm. Okay, keep mm -hmm. it going. Next yes. time, we another time, we'll talk about that. So what is EMDR? First, let's talk about that. Mm -hmm. EMDR is eye movement desensitization. And its goal is to make you find out what your triggers are that make you emotionally explosive. explosive and, so, you know, find out which are some painful bad areas where it's costing you where your emotional overflow is costing you find a couple of those and then give you a lot of that in a controlled environment so over time that trigger that makes you explode mad or explode cry or explode you know selfish we give you so much that you desensitize to it hmm. you learn by some internal logic how to not explode because we keep giving you that same trigger over and over and over and over oh, okay. so okay. desensitizing like, for example, say you're like me, <laughs> I cannot eat pepper, mm -hmm. black pepper, red chili pepper. I have to have very mild sattvic food. Mm. A little bit is okay. And when I say little, I mean tiny from the rest of the world population. Okay, <laughs> A little bit more and my mouth is exploding. Fire, it's on fire. If I were to go on a desensitizing, I would, I would every day eat a little bit more than my tolerance. And mm -hmm. after a while, my body and my tongue will eventually learn how to manage with that. Mm. And I will have increased my range of how much pepper I can eat. Uh -huh. Correct. Correct. Okay. So that's called a desensitizing technique. <laughs> I expose myself to that until I got used to it and now I don't explode. Right. Well, same with pain. Right. Some people have a very low threshold of pain. So we have to say, same with fear of heights. We begin with a small height story and we keep exposing them to more and more heights. Eventually, they, by some magic, their body, mind learns. Mm. We couldn't give that knowledge to them directly. Mm. We had to just keep exposing them until they figure out something. Okay. So EMDR, okay? Mm. And a therapist can work with you and get you past your most immediate self-harming 
behaviors that you are that basically that you're exploding about okay then cbt is a low level it's a conversation based therapy but mm -hmm. and cbt's goal is to help you understand how your emotions mm -hmm. are affected or impacted by thoughts your thoughts so its goal is to show you there's a relationship between when you think something mm -hmm. if you can control that then that's your best way to make sure that the emotion that is consequential to that thought can be managed because by the time this kicks in you is already overdrive for you okay so instead of trying to help you manage this we try to show you there's a thought that was came before and here's the relationship so if you think this thought like this then this emotion is like this and it's a little less you can manage so we try to show you the relationship between your thought and your emotional reaction and we try, and hopefully that gives you some options of how to change your thoughts how to choose a better thought Okay. okay. It gives you some support. It's not immediately, immensely effective, but it, it's a, it's it's good knowledge. You must have this knowledge. Knowledge is useful. Knowledge is power. Mm -hmm. Then there is a more intense version of this. It's called DBT, dialectical. The word dialectical means mm -hmm. combining opposites. So instead of just giving you the knowledge to help you manage the relationship between thought and that, we give you the opposite also. We give you how too much emotion or some emotion can be used to manage your thought as well. Because mm -hmm. it's a two-way relationship. So then you have double control, not just one. You have better, more knowledge, more awareness. How is it done? It's done like this. So in DBT, very quickly, sorry. In DBT, there is, a, they begin with some core, a core mindfulness. They say, let's calm down. Mindfulness means aware of what you feel, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's the beginning. Mm -hmm. then, they use, then they do something called distress tolerance. Meaning, simply meaning, they teach you that you can handle some distress. You don't have to react so explosively. Mm. Okay. Mm. For example, say I'm having suicidal thoughts. Mm. Then you say, when the thought comes, don't worry. You don't have to succumb to it. You don't have to go out and do something to mm. hurt yourself. Mm. Do these other things, breathe, drink water, you know, do something else. Mm. And you'll find that that thought's intensity comes down. Mm. And, okay. and then they help you show, help you see mm. that you, you have the ability to withstand the stress that the emotion causes. Okay. Can I explain that again? Yes, please. <laughs> after explaining, like, after explaining exactly. what is the emotion? You have a question? No, I'm saying with the example would be much okay. better. Yeah. Okay. So first, I have to explain what is emotion. Emotion is that which causes motion. Yeah. Makes you do something. Emotion is that chemical reaction in your brain related with thinking in such a way that it makes you do something, not just sit there and do nothing. Okay. Okay. Emotion is that. Uh -huh. Now, extreme emotion makes you do extreme things. Uh -huh. And some bad emotions, bad ideas, make you do bad things. Uh -huh. Like self-harm. Some people cut themselves, try to kill themselves. You know, suicide thought. Or you say, you know, hurt other people. Uh -huh. right? uh -huh. So emotion has to exist for you to do anything good or bad. Mm -hmm. Yes. Emotion is that which makes you take action. Emotion. Mm -hmm. Bhav, we call it in Sanskrit and Hindi. Right? Mm -hmm. It makes you flow. It's, a, it's, like a, it's like a flood. You have no choice. When the emotion happens inside you, it's like a flood. Your boat has to go wherever the water is going. Mm -hmm. So you have to now learn how to manage the bhav mm -hmm. in such a way that you go in the right place, mm -hmm. in the right amount. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So this is distress tolerance, which meaning, so we talked about this in one of the shows, which means, and what we said was that you first have to have knowledge that 
you can, you're doing nothing is okay. You can survive it even though it's painful. You're not doing anything means you're not... Say the emotion comes and makes you do something. Okay. Once you do something, okay. you can say, I have the tiksha, I have the willpower, the ability to do nothing, I will survive it. Because the emotion makes you feel, if I don't do this, I'm going to die. Mm -hmm. That's how it catches you. I got to do this, I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Emotion is that, mm -hmm. it's like a flood. Mm -hmm. Does the boat have a choice once the flood has come? Mm -hmm. The boat has to go. Mm -hmm. Emotion is that, the power inside you. Chemically, and then you can say, I've got to do it. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, say, some mosquitoes biting you, mm -hmm. right? And you're sitting there, you're writing, writing you something. After all, you go, oh, just, you don't care. You hit your calf muscles badly, whether the mosquito's <laughs> still there or not. <laughs> like, I've got to do it. That's emotion. I'll give you an example. <laughs> that was not a good example, Sandeep. Why? Because, of course, the mosquito is biting you. You've got to get rid of it, right? <laughs> it's emotion that makes you take the action, not the pain. Oh, oh slow it down. See, I'll give you another example. Same example. Say you're holding a baby. Yeah. And the mosquito is yeah. biting you in the calf muscle. Uh, are you going to just throw the baby in there and, 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 then, and then catch the baby? What are you going to do? You're going to tolerate the pain. You say, okay. You have, you have the titiksha. You have the ability to withstand that pain because you're doing something more important. When you're not doing something more important, the emotion overtakes. It's always the emotion that makes you take action. I need you to slow down. Yeah. When you move uh -huh. to swat a mosquito, uh -huh. without emotion, you wouldn't swat. You think, mm -hmm. you know, the thing happens so fast. Yeah. You think, uh -huh. no, slow it down. That's called meditation. Meditation is the ability to slow down the five-step process before you swatted the mosquito. Five steps happened. You don't even know them. You, you think the first and fifth. <laughs> No, mm. emotion overflow is the disease where you go from one to five because your slow motion in your camera, mm -hmm. in your head is not working. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> and how do I learn that? Is that your question? Mm -hmm. Learn meditation. Then you can slow down your internal clock. All of the best sports players, Gavaskar, mm -hmm. all the way to Tendulkar and to today, you know, Virat Kohli and everybody else, spinner, bowlers, everybody. You know, if you're into cricket, if you're into football or basketball, Seth Curry, whoever you like, right? They are calm inside. Their clock speed is slower than yours. They can see things in slow motion and you cannot. That's why they're a better athlete. Oh, <laughs> they are natural meditators. You can become one because mm -hmm. we teach it. Every, any, everyone can become a natural meditator. It has to be learned. Yes. Okay? yes. All right. We're going to... We're already hitting. So I just explained a little bit of what it is. So yeah, let me just finish this. Mm -hmm. So in DBT, there's emotional uh, distress tolerance. They teach you that. Then they teach you emotion regulation, which is how to manage your, you know, the way the relationship is. Then in, then they go into interpersonal effectiveness. How can you improve your interpersonal relationships? And, you know, how can you not explode at other people, for example? Right? Mm -hmm. Then there's a dialogue to help you understand what people's going on, how you can internalize this. And then there's a safe discussion where you can safely say what you learned, what you didn't learn, how it's working, start working, and understand the situation, right? So you can understand the situations. So, and and you can then kind of, you have your own risk exposure that you manage. So these are the steps that they go through for DBT. 
right? For EMDR, they have other steps. So when you go to the therapist, they, they spend a lot of time understanding your history, why you're doing this, why you're having these reactions. Mm -hmm. Then there's a client prep, they help you prepare by saying they're gonna expose you to all these triggers, you're gonna feel terrible, but eventually you'll figure out blah, blah, blah. Then there's an assessment, then there's an actual desensitization, then there's an installation of a alternate behavior instead of having your previous explosive behavior for the same trigger. So then they, first they, they expose you, then they tell you what else you could be doing, then you then they, then there's a body scan that you, that once you figure that out, they scan your body, have you learned it, have you internalized it, then there's a closure and then there's a re-evac. So these are the steps that these therapists will go through, okay? Mm -hmm. Then there is a third method. So the two major methods are EMDR and DBT, CBT included. Mm -hmm. The third method is just one-on-one -on -one conversation with a really wise person. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. Or a good therapist who's wise. Mm -hmm. okay. Where they give you knowledge in a way that that lands inside you and they talk about your specifics. Okay. Mm -hmm. For example, I wanted to do this a little bit, so I'm going to go three minutes over, okay? Okay. okay so for example, say you cry a lot when you remember a, a dead person. Mm -hmm. Say that one. Right. Or if you want, if you don't like that example, because it's like a death example, then you can imagine in your head that I want my intense joy. You know, what's wrong? Why? How could you screw up my coffee? You know, mm -hmm. have you seen the actors do that? Yeah. So imagine, and everyone does that to some extent because they're really mad. Their mom didn't cook their food just right mm -hmm. one day. Yeah. What do you do? I'm so looking forward to this. It's completely ruined. You know, mm -hmm. food related or something else. So pick one example in your head. Now the root cause, root cause is codependence of sorts. I need that coffee to be perfect because I was really looking forward to that joy. Mm. I need that coffee to be perfect because I am the star here. How dare my coffee not be? My ego has been has mm. been dishonored by you and therefore I don't feel like working for your company. I will leave. You can't even give me a damn good cup of coffee. What's wrong with you? My ego is now in a codependence. Mm -hmm. I have now grown my ego that in this job, in this location, everybody's older than me. I'm the queen bee. I'm the king. Mm. And anyone who goes against that makes me feel less than the queen. How can I perform? It's mm. necessary for me. Right? So my ego has now been linked with my need. Mm. And I call that a codependence. Mm. You can actually be a really good actor by having a low ego. Mm. You can be a great actor by having a big ego as long as it's in the direction of the acting. Right? Mm. They're both okay. They're both possible. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you need it when you could have done without it is called codependence. Understand codependence. Now, similarly, why am I missing this dead person? Mm, right. Mm. I, I'm, some people are okay with it. They've processed it. Mm, right? mm. They don't, every time they think of that dead person, they're not bursting with emotion. Mm -hmm. But some people are. Mm. So we're talking about those people. So what's happening? Why are you missing so much? Mm. Because you're going from step one to five. You can slow down. What are all the steps happening in between? Mm. Because you want what they gave you. Mm. And what they gave you is one of three things. One is, whenever I had problems in my life, mm. I would talk to them. Mm. And without understanding how they solved it, I felt better magically. Mm. Say, right? Ultimately, they're giving you therapy. The person who died, right? They were able to do change the situation. But you didn't pay attention to the five steps of therapy. You just said, do whatever you do. And the end, I feel good. And now I'm on, and now I'm in the same place. I want to feel good. Then I can, and when I'm feeling good, then my life, rest of my life is awesome. And now that person is missing. I don't feel good. Codependence. Mm. I need somebody else to fix the universe for me. So, or fix my Maya Nagari in head. Maya Nagari, you understand? <laughs> Maya Nagari means I live in an imagined world in my head mm. in which I am king or queen or something. Mm -hmm. And that person is able to just 
put my 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 kingdom back in place <laughs> and i feel good again and then my i can do whatever i'm doing every day because in my mind i'm already queen they just fixed it mm-hmm. right for example or they they appease my ego in a nice way or sometimes when i'm hurt mm-hmm. because somebody said a rude thing i have substituted that with eating good food ah. and that person gives me just that right food mm-hmm. and now my problem is solved mm-hmm. ice cream or mm-hmm. not good food some yeah. mitai or yeah. some something whatever your favorite food is you know Ch- ch- chicken fingers oh, no i don't need i don't need chicken sorry something you like yes. something you like right? mm-hmm. you get that and all of a sudden you're back on track mm-hmm. right because you have this wrong connection in your brain and somebody is feeding it mm-hmm. it's an addiction right like heroin food heroin that's why they call it food heroin <laughs> right because you're using food to solve something else for example if you're using food or i could be using praise you praise me somewhere else and now i feel better instead of solving the issue where i'm actually ignorant or a bad person and dealing with that head on and solving and resolving that mm. i you make me feel good over here and i don't i don't mind feeling bad over here but you didn't solve it you, you did you know say I'm, <laughs> i'm performing it my badly at my job you make me feel good i'm still performing badly at my job understand mm. codependence so root is codependence and codependence needs to be analyzed by saying where is my codependence coming from why do i need to feel good when things aren't good that's why we go back to first you have to be able to accept that you can live with great pain because once you accept that you're not desperate to go to step 5 mm. okay understand mm-hmm. see when things are happening that help you mm-hmm. if you were desperately thinking that i can't live with this pain right you'd be oh i can't live with the pain now let me see what happens now let because the pain isn't solved here pain isn't solved here pain is solved in the fifth step right so the person who believes i can't live with this then becomes temporarily blind mm. to all the many steps until they they feel good mm. so it's called deliberately closing your eyes right none so blind as those who will not see mm. and what's preventing you from seeing the idea that i can't live with this pain So first you have to say I can live with the pain. So you have to first imbibe that idea. Then you can see the steps. Then you can start solving the codependence. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry I went a little bit over. We will cover this more because I have you have to cover uh step number this the third method which is the the discussion method in more detail mm-hmm. and then I want to discuss some Hindu methods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some Vedic Vedantic methods of how we approach this problem and we have a lot because this was the subject of our rishis and our texts and mm-hmm. our upanishads many times over understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. yes <laughs> yes it is very intense but i think you know when you were talking it was very easy to understand that this is very simple thing but we make it so complicated by we become blind yeah, yeah. and we yeah. want to we want our end result we want our fruit quickly yes or we get used to some bad pattern someone didn't give us the right knowledge at the right time absolutely so it's all ign- different ignorances yes that we have been made to feel good chocolate coated ignorance <laughs> okay. is the is the other is the problem right? mm-hmm. and if you say that's the that's a bad thing it's not a bad thing for a 3 year old i want to give chocolate coated ignorance at the right time i must give the real thing without the chocolate also but you know don't keep feeding a 16 year old like you feed a 3 yeah. year old yeah. as a parent don't do that okay. mm-hmm. but so now today is what did you learn from did and what did what resonated with you 
from today's talk? Yeah, I think the one thing which resonated was my emotion. Like, I don't think the steps. Emotional overflow? You overflows, yes. Mm. And uh, Everywhere just, or just some areas? Some areas. Okay. Yeah, not everywhere, but mm. some areas. And I think uh, from what I'm going to take today from the conversation here is mm. that how do I think those in between four steps before I emote? I need to think, okay, if I'm getting angry, why am I getting, asking questions like we discussed in other shows, asking questions, why am I getting upset? Uh, what is that the other person is saying as making me feel bad and why I'm feeling bad? Why? So that in, Instead of they made me feel bad. Yeah. Yes. Because that's usually a starting point. Yes. When most people feel bad, it's like yes. you did it. Yes. So it's your fault. Mm -hmm. I don't have to think about me. Yes. This morning, I did not tell my husband that I was coming for recording mm. and I thought I told him. And then I got ready. So he was like, where you are you going? Didn't, yeah, you didn't tell me. Mm. I said, I think I, I did tell you. But then, you know, we I left home, but I was not happy with that mm. uh, interaction. interaction. Mm. So then I called him within five minutes and I said, uh, I'm sorry mm. that I did not tell you. I thought I said I did, but I'm sorry about that. And that was, you know. So the, the one thing good is I'm getting nowadays is I immediately kind of process it. Okay, why did this happen? Mm. If it's my fault, mm. fix it. Mm. Okay. So from an application point of view, what mm. you're saying is that you try to analyze when, so the emotion, for example, this morning was, I did tell you. Yeah. At that time, you did not want to face some truth, mm -hmm. perhaps, right? Yes. And, but later on, you thought, mm -hmm. that's not right. Yes. Even if I told him it's not right. Yeah. Did you think that? Yeah, yeah, I did. Even if I told him uh, this method of, of saying bye is not right, and if I didn't tell him, mm -hmm. then also either way, this interaction was not right. Yes. You have to reach that point. Okay. Then you have to also reach a point uh -huh. that if I have to tell you now mm. and it is painful, I'm, I can de I can withstand that pain. Mm. See, many times we don't want to say I didn't tell you. Yeah. Right? But I didn't tell you. Mm. It's because we don't want the pain that you blame me. Uh -huh. So we're trying to avoid. So you must first accept the idea, mm -hmm. if I apply, that I can withstand the pain. Uh -huh. That gives you the strength to handle the truth. Right? In that movie, yeah. you can't handle the truth. Right? Yeah. Remember Jack Nicholson? Anyway. Oh, so, okay, okay. the movie is a very famous line. Mm -hmm. Most of the times in our lives, we have to empower ourselves to handle the truth, which means I can handle the pain of this situation. Okay. Therefore, I'm willing to look at it fairly. And and the way you did that, is I want to analyze it, yes. is that you said that your love for your husband or your caring for your husband mm -hmm. is more important and you used the... the um, the, we, I, I call it the pulley of love okay. to elevate you. Mm -hmm. Because from the bottom, if, it, if the love was missing, mm -hmm. you were some Starbucks person mm -hmm. that served you, you know, and said you didn't order, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you yeah. would not have called back. Correct. Because the love yeah. for that Starbucks person is not there. Yeah. Here, you use the love pulley. Mm -hmm. That's why mm -hmm. we constantly teach you that love solves everything. Mm -hmm. But love doesn't just solve everything by itself. Yeah. You need all this other knowledge. Absolutely. And the reason why many people don't believe love solves everything is because by itself it doesn't. <laughs> you need more. You need more knowledge. <laughs> knowledge is power. Yes. Okay. Yes. But I'm so glad mm -hmm. that you were able to uh, get that out of this today's thing. Yes. But we covered a lot more things. A lot. And uh, but that was a good summary. Yes. Thank you so much. Oh. And warm namaste from Yamini. And from Sandeep Tiwari. And all you samosa lovers. Right. Don't eat too many real samosas. Some real samosa with chai is okay, but online samosa you can eat a lot. <laughs> good one. <laughs>